0: It takes years to build a business that sustains a family and is worth passing on. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work closely with clients to provide the financing, cash management, and deposit products necessary to grow a business. So your life's work will continue to prosper once it's in someone else's hands. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your business. Visit sandyspringbank.com
1: business. Credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank. So I'm with Carla Hakimi, talking about Why Not Me, your new book. Welcome, Carl. Welcome th- to the show. Th- thank you for having me again. First podcast of the year, for first podcast of the decade. Oh, See? Yeah, I'm in a special, <laughs> yeah. special club, a special club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so last time we met, we did a 200th episode yeah. with Matt Maureen and Aaron McCary, which we talked about, was like six years ago now? Oh, yeah, a long time in, yeah. ago. Yeah, it seems um, and there's a couple of bits on that episode that I'm going to heart that too. Okay. It's quite surprising, <laughs> okay, actually. Okay. Um, Every time we have a guest on the show, now we didn't do this when you were on the show first time because we didn't have this concept before. Okay. So first time um, we have somebody on the show, we have something called the Fancast Three Questions. Okay. So they're just three daft questions yeah. just to get to know the people okay. that are on the show. <laughs> uh, so first question, your favourite footballer of all time and why?
0: Um, Favourite footballer of all time, Messi. Okay. Yeah. 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 I good, good call. I wanted to go a bit old, I was going to go a bit old school but I'm going to yeah. stick with Messi.
1: But you can't beat Messi, can you? No, he's the
0: best ever. Yeah. I there's there's always an argument about Ronaldo and yeah. a few others, but I think as a general footballer who's just gifted, I'm not saying he's not worked hard it, but he's just it's just he's a gift from God Yeah, I know you've had other players like uh, Maradona and Pele, but I don't think no one's done it consistently mm. um over a over a period of time like Messi has and I don't know the argument would be about Ronaldo, but I just think Messi's Obviously, I know Ronaldo's obviously incredibly gifted as well, but I just mm. think Messi would be a footballer without no physical attributes. <laughs> He's just that good, yeah. And um, that's why I always always pick Messi.
1: We we asked that question to Harry Burgoyne once, and Shay Given was the answer. Which I wasn't really sure At the time <laughs> I think
0: that was I think that, I think that might be idle. Uh. Yeah I mean, It could be difficult are, You're, you're idol to Who's the best Yeah Shay yeah, Shay a great keeper as well But um, I think he'd even be flattered If he was on Someone's um, best, best football of all time yeah. Maybe a few
1: Newcastle and Blackburn Rovers Yeah, snacks, say that, yeah. Uh, Right Bit of a daft question now Sauces You know Like your ketchups Your Mo's. Yeah okay then This is quite easy Fruit or cupboard Oh. Where do you keep them? Fridge, fridge, yeah. all fridges, fridges. Yeah, yeah. but I, I,
0: I've got a bit of a. I only like barbecue sauce, really, and, and I, I can That's float a, a, a bit of chili. Yeah. But um, I've got. A, I don't really like touching uh, tomato sauce. It's really weird. So See, I'm the kids, same. I'm not. I'm not a tomato fan. The kids, yeah, but even if the kids are. Uh, they've got the tomato sauces, they chips I don't even want to touch it like <laughs> just the thought of having it and the smell being on my hands it's like a bit of a phobia I said it to I said oh. it to a few people Where we see sometimes I, I don't know what's wrong with me I just can't even touch the sauce <laughs> like that especially when those kids are messy I'm like just chucking like tomato uh, chucking like tissues on my hand and not like trying to not like touch it myself yeah, so,
1: yeah but definitely bridge uh, what is your favourite film of all time? oh that's such a Tough one to last. Um One film you're probably going to have to put on, on forever. You can only put on one film, maybe. Godfather 1, yeah. 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 Right, let's talk about um, your book, Why Not Me. And really good book. What I liked about it is you obviously talk about the experience you've had over the last couple of years, but you intertwine that with um, al- almost autobiographical, talking mm. about your, your history and yeah. also y- your career as well. When you were writing the book, did you find it quite therapeutic at all, putting down your personal thoughts and experiences that nobody else would have known at the time into words at, at kind of almost in some ways the end of this, this, this cycle?
0: Yeah, it was, um, I think, the second stage was quite therapeutic in the sense that we sat down, with, uh, sat down with Beza and sort of when it got to paper because we sat down and spoke for a long time, it started to become quite therapeutic then yeah. because I was reading it a lot and going back over it. And um, I think that's where it kinda of became a bit therapeutic. Um, but it was also, it brought back memories that I kind of forgot as well. Mm. And um, not forgot, but I'd I, I not really spoke about. So I think it was a bit, a, a bit of both really. It was therapeutic at times and it, it brought me back into the realisation of what happened. Mm um and it's like you said it's not that long ago um but it was sort of talking about emotions like you said that I'd not really spoke about with with many people and even uh my a few of my friends have read the book Mm. and they've kind of said even I knew everything happened they were like my close friends they knew everything happened but still didn't know Mm.
1: you're always going to keep stuff close to you yeah. Chest, you just aren't you're not always gonna reveal everything.
0: Yeah, exactly. And um I think that's I think that's what um pe- people have found it difficult to mm. read at times. Like out of my closer friends really, and they knew everything. Yeah. Um they knew the, t- the tough the tough times that I went through. So um I think that was I think that's a bit strange for some people that are close mm. to me and I think for me personally, um such a, a quiet and closed person generally and for me to start writing everything that mm. there is about me is a bit strange really because it feels like I'm at the, how I've been for the last 30 odd years of my life has just been chucked out the yeah. window in one book yeah. but I think it was important to, to, to tell the story and um It's just a. I think it's just an. uh, uh, I feel like it's just an achievement doing the book, to be honest, (laughs) as well. Because uh, I never thought, um, I never thought, as a kid, that I'd ever write a book, Mm. or I never thought I'd be a footballer, let alone write a book. And it was just something really. When I was sort of in hospital, thinking if I can get through it, maybe I can share my experience Mm. to help someone else in a a similar struggle or a different struggle, or and. just as important as that, it was to try and set an example for my for my kids mm. coming forward. You know, to 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 show that they can kind of do it, anything, mm. anything th- they want. Because if I can do it, then they yeah.
1: Can. And I get there's so much emotion of you that goes into that book, and you almost like you say, you're opening yourself up more than you probably have ever done before. Was that ever kind of a, a daunting prospect, at all daunting that you open yeah, yourself up? yes yeah, it, it was. It, it was even
0: I think a Few things that I'd wrote about, um, about Saba, and I don't think she'd ever knew that I would mm. felt like that either. Um, and it was, it had to be that way though. Mm. If it, if I couldn't have got away with doing it any different or just kind of flirting with it because I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't bother pointing out if it was no not worth doing it, yeah. But, um, I think it's just a daunting thing of people, me sort of people getting to know me and who don't know me I yeah. think. and that's that's like I suppose it's a good thing a, 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 a positive g- thing on the, yeah, on the whole scale yeah. but yeah. me general me as a general rule of the mm. firmest person is that I'm always polite and mm. always oh, I'll have a conversation with anyone but I think when someone actually get to know me, mm. I thought like that's something I always kind of kept a bit sacred.
1: Uh, you kept the tomato sauce thing probably, yeah, secret exactly. for a while. <laughs> no one, knew. No one yeah. knew about the tomato sauce, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: but I bet my enemies out there and yeah. uh, I'm just lining that <laughs> tomato, ke- tomato sauce now, ready to spray me. <laughs> yeah.
1: You talk in the book about how when you were diagnosed you, you, you accepted it but you weren't bitter mm. about it, was, was there a challenge there throughout that process of keeping that positive mental attitude? Um,
0: it was, it, yeah, at times, you know, it, there was, you know, there's always, I'd I, I have bad thoughts at times and, you know, I'd be, I'd be worried, but it was, um, I, I'd gone through like a bit of a spiritual journey probably years before, to be mm. honest, and I think that kind of helped me. I'd been reading a lot of, um, I'd, I'd read a book, The um by Eckhart Tolle, it was all about staying present and mm. not the conversations that we all have in our head and um, I remember he'd give a he'd, he'd 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 been on a train I think and uh, there's someone talking opposite there's some opposite him there's someone talking to themselves out loud mm. and then he followed the person and it was actually a lecturer at his uni. Oh right. so but he's basically kind of saying that everyone has these conversations with themselves and it's about trying to um, have stillness in your mind and I'd, I'd been I've I'd been reading a lot of books with about uh, your mind and a lot of Buddhist books. I'd been meditating a lot as well. So I kind of felt that I'd maybe been a little bit prepared for it. Mm. Um, but th- 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 there's still struggles at times and there's still times, I had a lot of time to myself as well. Yeah. Um, and I think being at hospital, then there was times where I'd, I'd, I would think the worst, but I'd, it'd always be cut out pretty quickly. So mm. I, I could have a, a bad thought about um, maybe I thought I was going to die or something like that, and it would be like no, you're not um you just just be positive. Yeah, you, uh, it was kind of like i, I th- it kind of got to the stage where I was sort of, sort of thinking the process is just the process. Mm. What will happen will happen. Just allow the process to happen, and then everything com- will unfold the way it's supposed to. And I think it was just. That was a big thing for me, just to trust the process of what was gonna gonna happen in the next six six months, twelve months, and after that year. So, I think um, I, th- I think a lot of my readings before had helped me keep that positive attitude, along with obviously being a footballer as well. You kind of kind of had to have that pens- uh, attitude as well yeah. because you wouldn't have you, I wouldn't you wouldn't have got anywhere you wouldn't have believed that anything was possible if you didn't have some sort of positive attitude and that's just a, a daily routine mm. of playing football. I think it, that has also geared me up to kind of go what I was going through because I'd already had that mindset of um, trying to do the best of, of with what I've got and yeah. um, I think that's kind of what what drive me and, and what kind of dri- help me
1: get through um, that that year in hospital? Yeah, I want to talk about some more um, bits you talk about in the book. Um, firstly, playing for Nigeria. Now, when we did that 200th episode, one of my colleagues asked you about playing for Nigeria. At the time, it was very. I think your answer at the time was very much like, "Well, he's Vincent and in- Enyema, in- yeah, yeah, was in goal. and You talked about well, he's in goal. He's the captain. He's a legend." I don't think I'll get the opportunity, but it'd be great if I did. Then years later, playing for Nigeria, what was it like in that first game, putting on that shirt and playing for Nigeria? Maybe thinking, maybe maybe a few years ago, this opportunity may not have happened.
0: Yeah, it was um, it, it was strange. I think uh, it probably came at the right time, though a mm. uh, perfect timing for me. Um, I think I got the phone call and. Uh, Sunday Elise uh, who's a legend as well so I kind of thought he might have been a bit of a wind up or something like that Um, and then um, obviously I was just delighted to go and then things happened quite quickly when Mm. I was there because Vincent was supposed to come his mother sadly passed away and then all of a sudden I'd gone from just going to think that I'm going to be a part of the squad and Mm. maybe have a feel for what was going on to Mm. Yeah, you're playing the first qualifier <laughs> you're playing against not that you weren't the first qualifier but you're playing in the uh, African Nations qualifier yeah. so um, it was special uh, it still is special to me um, to represent a, a football club's amazing but to represent the a country yeah. is a different sort of level and um, it was just a whole different meaning um, you know it's something that it, it was something that my family would be proud of you know what I mean and I know family, my family was proud of me being a, a professional footballer and playing for wolves and that but um it it was a deeper rooted meaning
1: it takes to, a whole new level doesn't it of, yeah yeah it was,
0: it was a deeper rooted meaning of it um and it was um it it, it was good it came at a good time for me because I, I was i was i think i was maybe 27 28 maybe and i was um i was old enough and mature enough to really soak the moment up and really enjoy like the national anthem mm. it was like a absolutely incredible and um, just to sort of, I was just remember standing there sort of thinking of my granddad who passed away a few years ago thinking how all my family's going to be proud of me and I could mm-hmm. really obviously there was a little bit of nerves but I could really soak it up and enjoy like a bit, a bit emotional but yeah. enjoy it at the same time because I wasn't in fear do you know what I mean? yeah, so yeah. Like it was it's
1: something you'd been waiting for and you were going to enjoy that moment regardless ex- of what was probably going to happen exactly yeah. yeah and um It was, I don't know, I had
0: had special times in Nigeria, even though there wasn't, they didn't, um, I I didn't play as much as I'd I'd like to, but I'd I'd seem to, I don't know, I'd seem to perform in every game Mm. we played and, um, I I just, it just, it was, it just made me fall in love with being in Nigeria again Mm. because, um. I'd been a few years recently and uh, to my granddad's funeral and didn't really have a great experience over there. And I'd been a few times before that, but I was just kind of, I just needed a break from Nigeria yeah. at that time. And then I'd going back to play for the national team just made me sort of fall in love and then just got mm. the opportunity to go back yeah. there a couple of times a year, which was incredible as well.
1: Because you talk about in the book, when you go back, there is that, you, you got this sense of a community and support network Nigeria there is that kind of real community feel about it yeah it's um, you know it's it's
0: it, it just feels like home really and that's and obviously someone who's brought up in Castle Bromwich in Birmingham um, as soon as I go there it feels at like home mm. and there's something just deep-rooted ancestrally um, that is it just feels like home and a, I just feel I've always felt that sense of love there mm. and um, it's soon as soon as I go back yeah it's just things are tough there don't get me wrong like, it's hard for people there at some at some points but it's still quite it's not as progressed as Europe and there's something quite special about it being quite raw mm. still yeah and uh, I think that's what I really enjoy about it. there's still that rawness there Right, the
1: tactics board The <laughs> question you've been asked a million times yeah. um, I'm not going to reveal What what I enjoyed reading in that chapter Was some of the choice words You gave to Dean Saunders at half time <laughs> which, <I won't, laughs> which I won't reveal Because we probably can't even say it on here um, But I wanted to go before that The the moment that probably Left, left up to what happened The goal, the own goal mm. How does that When that, a moment like that happens You're in a stadium full of 20 or so thousand people. How do you feel in that? It must be an odd feeling to think, like, you've oh, not only just yeah, thinking, that's happened, yeah, but also, you, oh, there's everybody watching me as well. Yeah, it's, um,
0: you, 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 like, your gut just sinks. I can't explain. It's just like, having really bad news like you've just had really bad news of someone like someone's (laughs) yeah someone's really old like you need to go to hospital like that's the feeling and you know when your gut sinks yeah that's what it feels like when you're out there and then after a minute or two you're just trying to clear your head then just Mm. thinking oh come on man like you just you've got to get through this now like and then it was kind of you just gotta like go and prove to people that it was just a mistake. Yeah. You're good. And um, it's just, it, it's not a nice feeling. And I, I watched, when I watched TV and a goalkeeper's made a mistake, I can't watch sometimes, so I know that feeling <laughs> yeah. they're going through. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And um, I think it was just, obviously that was, it was more of a, that embarrassment because of the, the goal. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I'd always kind of said to myself throughout playing it is that, whether one slipped through my hands, or I should have come for a cross, it's mm. the same result that it still ends up in a goal. So yeah. it's whether whether I, I one's in a top corner and, and I could have saved it, mm. or what it, I didn't save it. It might not look. so Someone might say, "Ah, uh, it was in the top corner. You like you shouldn't have saved yeah. it." Yeah. I know I should have saved it. Yeah. It's still a goal. Do you know what I mean? It's still one. <laughs> yeah, it. you don't, It's not two because it <laughs> went through my foot. Do you know what I mean? It's still one. So I'd kind of always had that sort of feeling. But I think um, at, at the time it was just... I don't know. Things happened quite quickly. I didn't really have that much time to really...
1: You kind of just got to get on with the game. I Had to get on with the
0: game as well. Then obviously half time came pretty quickly, and everyone kind of knows what happened after that. Anyway,
1: (laughs) so that
0: was I'd kind of forgot about the goal after that, to be honest. And then it was onto my hand.
1: (laughs) Did you? Do you still talk, or did you talk to David Davis of it after a while about like you know? Or why did you pass it to me like that? Was he the other way around? Like, why did you try and control it like that? I
0: think uh, we had had a bit of banter about it. Really, Um, I think. It was no one it was no one's fault, you know what I mean, apart from my own really and I suppose Dave would say that yeah, it was a bad pass as well, I shouldn't mm. give you that pass and um It was just I, one of those in football kind of yeah, moments, it, yeah, I don't think i won't I wouldn't be blaming Dave and and I think Dave would probably say that he shouldn't have passed it, you yeah. know what I mean, that way. So um it's still for me to deal with. Um but yeah, it's not something I'd recommend giving them sort of balls back to when I'm playing
1: (laughs) answer me this how long have you had that mattress because it's looking even lumpier than my lockdown love handles, and while those might be more cuddly, a lumpy mattress is doing nothing for your comfort levels or your sleep. So whatever body you're rocking, put it on a Nectar mattress. And right now you can save over five hundred dollars on any queen or king bundle. That includes a Nectar mattress, foundation, mattress protector, cooling pillows, and sheet set, as well as our three hundred and sixty-five night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to nectarsleep.com/save500 and get hugged. Hey everyone, it's David here. Now, you already know by now if I'm on the show or I'm not on the show and my voice is here, you know, one of those silly ghost things. Anyway, I'm just here to say um, we've got a lovely website and our friends over at Pixel Yeti Media do that. And if you're looking for web design or your business needs a new logo or a bit of marketing... Go take a look at pixelyetimedia.com and also they're not just web designers, they're also a creative agency that cover all your design needs from websites to brochures and signage to marketing, logo design and branding. So take a moment after this podcast and go check them out at pixelyetimedia.com. You talk in the book about when Emmy um, Martinez came in from Arsenal, and you, Kenny Jackett dropped you initially, <laughs> and he came in. I remember when again when we did the two of the show. I remember we talked a lot about how you'd been on the loan circuit for quite a while. Mm. You came back into the fold. You were now the number one keeper. Was that an odd feeling that you probably felt like you were established now? Then all of a sudden, Kenny's brought in somebody else, and now he's taking your spot. Was that a, an odd thing to to um, take?
0: It was, it, it was strange, you know, because um, I'd uh, I'd not played that many pre-season games. Mm. Um, I think I would played, I might have played half a game at Shrewsbury, I think, and then I might have played the opening game of the season, uh, the last friendly, and then Blackburn. So I'd I'd, I'd felt sharp, as in um, goalkeeping wise. So I wasn't quite match sharp and. Um, I think everyone. I thought everyone could have seen that, Um, and yeah, I I made a bit of a hash of a goal against uh, Blackburn, but it it wasn't that. However, it was just one of them things that Mm. could have happened, Um, and it it didn't reflect on my overall game. I think, and uh, I think at the time when Kenny told me it was just a bit of a surprise and I think and I don't think anyone else really said. No, yeah for like well. for us fans it was it was, uh, it was a shock. shock. If, normally you get a feel even in the change room and no no one else in that comment as well. So yeah. um I think it was uh, it was it hurt little, it hurt me at the time to be honest. Um and uh, I were not happy weren't happy with Kenny. I still respected him but I were not happy mm. with him. Um I kind of just, I thought I'm not gonna stand for this like, mm-hmm. and that as well, and and that that was the only time at Wolves where I thought I had to go. Mm. Um, and oh right, okay, I'd, yeah, that was the only time I thought I had to go. Yeah, uh, I just felt that I I felt like I would proved that I was number one, mm. and if you if Emmy's gonna play, if you brought Emmy in for the season, mm. then what happens next And yeah. am i am i back to number one again now right or, do yeah. you know what i mean it's, yeah it just will not gonna happen like that and um but i'd, I'd never would have trained or i never would have stopped trying to be number yeah. one do you know what i mean um but i think that initial first period of time i just kind of felt that i just I, I just felt like it was a bit harsh and um I, I I felt like it wasn't the right time. I mm. felt like if I had a bit of a turn in form, uh, then fair enough, mm. you have to bring someone in. I'm not even dis- disputing that. Or if um, if, it, if, if, it, if it was four to six weeks into mm. the season, I'd understand this is after the first game. Do you right. know? So <laughs> yeah. that's why it kind of made your yeah. intentions pretty clear. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd kind of, I always had the mentality that I, I'm I
1: still continue to try and be number one yeah. and
0: um I'll still give it
1: up my all. Because um, I guess you've got to push that the like, guy oh, who is at number one to say, "Yeah, oh, I am here so yeah, I am ready to step and in.
0: Exactly and I think um Emmy Emmy's emmy brilliant he's got a lot of attributes and that but he'd not had that many games as well. Mm. So I kinda of felt that um if I could get some get if I could get back in I'd I'd stay in. Um and eventually, I did, and mm. ended up doing that. But um, well, it, it was difficult. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I, I, I didn't take it well um, on a personal level. But that wasn't. To re- that wasn't reflection of what I was running. Yeah, through. I was sort of still the same yeah. person, and I was still respectful with Kenny, do you know what I mean? Mm. He, I'd. I'd. I'd, um, I'd not. I don't, I don't. I don't think I lost respect for him. I, I, I might have disliked him a little bit more. It's just I? one of those working <laughs> moments, just, isn't yeah, it? Where it just, just, yeah. yeah, I just thought. And, <laughs> I, yeah.
1: I, I remember that I the game you came back. I think you come on as a sub because I think Martinez got injured. Yeah. And that roar from the crowd when you came on, I always remember that roar. There was this crowd, "Oh yeah," you know. I think there was no disrespect to Martinez, but I think there was this sense of yes. Yeah, that was, in in, was like one of
0: the that was one of the most surreal moments mm. ever. Like, it, I can I've never s- felt that before. I've never seen it before. A lot of people said they've never seen it before. Mm. Like when a subs come on, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and um, yeah, it was so. It was such a. I think just the circumstances for Emmy it must have been hard as well mm. because he'd come into a club where Dave. They wanted me as number one Mm. at the time as well and uh, I think everyone was surprised that Emmy came in so I think it was a difficult moment for him as well Um, but yeah it was just a like a surreal moment and I remember people saying to me on the sides after Mm. I think Pat Martin might have said to me I've never seen that before I've never seen a crowd do that and um, it kind of goes to some of my relationship with the fans really because it's just (laughs) (laughs) I I sometimes wonder why our relationship's been so good. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and, and not in a bad way. It's just that um, I, it, it, even through tough times where I've not been playing mm. well, I'd always... Obviously, you have the disgruntled fans, and I understand it. it's just part of football, but you'd always have a few fans saying, come on, Carl, come on, Carl, and <laughs> like words of encouragement. And uh, I'd always kind of felt like that love from the fans, and I think that was just another moment where... Um, they show me that they show me the love that we've kind of the bond we've kind of had mm. over throughout the years of my career, and um, it's yeah it, it's incredible it's incredible it's nice to sort of come back and feel to be around the fans again because I always kind of tried to, I always felt like I had time for people and yeah. stuff like that as well it's nice to know that they they appreciated that and supported me through a lot of other things do you know what I mean so. It was another nice occasion.
1: I want to ask you about the current squad at the minute, which is flying high. Is there anybody in this current squad that you'd think, Oh, you know, I'd like to have played with them? Turn back time, if they were in the squad a few years ago somehow. Is there anyone that you, you look at now and think, Oh yeah, that would have been a I would like to have played with that guy. Yeah, I think I think most of them yeah. I'm not disrespecting anyone that we
0: played with we played with some great players as well, but um yeah I think um there's a lot of good players in in the squad and um but to pick one out probably have to be mutine yeah think, um he's probably the best player I've seen at wolves he's mm. um, just a different level, and was sort of saying to my friends the other day I was like he, they were talking they are talking about um like Jimenez and and stuff like that and I know they kind of get a lot of the headlines sometimes mm. but I'm like you need to go and watch him live I'll, Yeah, go watch him and you'll appreciate <laughs> yeah. like the art the art, the artist that he is you know and um, I think he's a player that I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely love to play with um, but yeah there's, there's a lot of good players in there um, and I think the squad's blessed at, 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 at the minute but yeah I think Mutina would be one that I'd, I'd like to play with um, I think
1: everyone wanted to play with him yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> Just a kickabout around the park. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he'd, be, he'd be the he'd be the, he'd be the standout
0: along with every other player
1: that's there at the minute. To be yeah. honest, but um, he's a little bit special, isn't it? Uh, what does the post-football future hold for you? Then, are you looking to maybe get back into football in a kind of a coaching role, or what? Are you, have you thought that what you'd have, like to do? Yeah, Just I don't
0: know. I keep I keep thinking. Um, should, do, do I come back in um I've not had that 100% burning fire urge in mm. a minute I've had like snippets of urges to come back um I think this year will be uh, I think this year will be like, dif- uh, like might give a definitive answer by the end yeah. of the year I think uh, I kind of had a year of getting back to normal really yeah and like life kind of feels normal again mm. so um I think I'd like to come back in, but I w- I don't know what side of football. Though. I mm. don't know if I I don't know if it's on the coaching um, coaching element or maybe uh, more at the board like a board. Okay. Yeah. Uh, element. I don't know if I I want to see how that side of football mm. works. Um, I was speaking to Kefo a couple of months ago actually, <laughs> and uh, he, he's obviously saying, "Ah, uh, well, whenever you want to." Do like let us know if you want to come back.
1: And yeah,
0: watch the coaches, blah blah blah. And I was like, yeah, well, I wouldn't mind coming back and being on the board. To be like, honest, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, it's uh, it's something I'm kind of interested in the other side of football now. I think yeah. it's, uh, football's changed a lot, and um, I'm kind of interested on in how it happens on that side. And um, I think. It'd be interesting. I think it would be the same. It'd be, I'd still be involved in football, but it'd be something new as yeah. well. And um, I think that's that's the sort of interest I've got sitting here at the start of the, start of the year. That might change mm. to for me to be at a point where, do you know what, I don't really want to do it. I actually want mm. to be in the thick of it. And yeah, try it different things and yeah, see, but, see what... Um, it, or it might just be that i still enjoying just being a fan because I actually... Mm. I enjoy being a fan to be honest and, um, and I enjoy going to games um, I enjoy just watching football I enjoy having arguments about <laughs> the are better than so and so and are we going to um,
1: see you in the away end then more often potentially
0: but do you know what I went to um, I went to Celtic Rangers the weekend okay yeah and
1: um, it's the
0: first time in a long time where I've just been a fan mm. Um and my, were like my you
1: supporting th- a side in that game? Celtic. Were you, yeah. you were supporting Celtic. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay.
0: Uh, and it was just it. It was my friend. Was, my friend said to me and he said, "He's like, I bet you've not just been to a game mm. just as a fan." And I was like, "Yeah, you're right." actually. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really remember <laughs> being to that many games yeah. just as a fan. And um, we were just talking about Espanol. Yeah, I'd I'd want to go to I'd love to go to one of the European games with Wolves, um, and I'm sure there's a I'm sure we get the opportunity to be in Europe again the way things are going. But yeah, you never know, and yeah. I, I don't I wouldn't want to miss out. It on It experience. depends how
1: many loyalty points you've got, Carl. Oh, you get I these tickets. You, I know. Mean, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll
0: have to. I'll have to. Uh, I have to hit up codes for some comps or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> there can't be many people from Liverpool travelling to yeah. uh, to Espanol, can there? Um but yeah, uh I think so, yeah. I I I enjoy I enjoy going to the game and I am going on Saturday and, and to the Man United game and doing the radio and I enjoy that as well, mm. but it, it is nice as going as a fan, yeah. you know what I mean? And uh I think that's. I, I went as Villa. I went to the Villa game as a fan, but I was kind of sitting in the fancy seats, which was nice and it was comfortable. Yeah. And uh, I sit next to Jeff's, She's wife, and she had some hand warmers that she gave me. <laughs> so oh. it was quite like a cosy experience. <laughs> but it's not the same as actually being on the terrace. Then, yeah. Uh, I think I actually quite enjoy being on the terrace. So I think. You, I think you will see me in some away day. Okay. But, if uh, I don't, see I try and keep it low key. So yeah.
1: <laughs> if I don't see you in an away end on the telly this season singing C si Senior, <laughs> then I'm going to be disappointed. I've been
0: singing it over oh, that
1: helps, But <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah uh,
0: I think I think you seen see me in a way, day. Yeah, uh, pretty soon. Yeah. Good. But I think I'd start. I would, no, the fear is is that someone will notice me and then the the, the crowd will start singing my name. I think I'd get embarrassed. <laughs> Yes, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I think you will see me soon in a way that it could be
1: in Espanol. Good, good. Right, I'm going to end this interview with a little quiz. Okay. Now our um, our quiz master, he does a quiz on the show every week. Um, now people keep telling us it, they're always bizarre these quizzes. So, and also when anyone does this quiz, that can be so weirdly hard. That if someone even gets a point there happen <laughs> okay. So uh, so he's done a he's done a mini quiz. I think he's got about four or five questions, but it's on your career. Okay. <laughs> so let me see how you get on with this quiz, right? you ready for okay. this? Okay, so that game against Bristol City with the, the, the tactics board. Um, who scored for Wolves on the day? It was a two one win. Yeah. Do you remember who scored the two goals for Wolves on yeah. the day? Who was it? Sylvain Banks Blake. And Oh I know someone I else I scored. <laughs> I thought you meant they scored both goals. No, Seb Seb got one. Houston has got the other? We'll see how people play along at home as well. Listening, see if they can beat you in the uh, the call quiz. I'm trying to think too. Who was playing that day? It was another striker. Doyle was it? Doyle it was. I was, it was thinking done. Doyle. To be honest, yeah. I was
0: thinking was he playing? But I just remember <laughs> yeah, yeah. Silva ringing me after. Uh, yeah. Silvan got the second goal was that right?
1: I don't know I've only got seven in here oh, so yeah. I presume
0: I think Silvan got the second goal and the member in the me saying, saying oh, that was for you brother <laughs>
1: After, <laughs> uh, yeah um, so I've got one point there <laughs> one point there um, who did Cole make more lone league appearances for Stockport or Middlesbrough and I'll give you a bonus point if you can tell the number of games how, um, so basically how many games did you play more for on loan, Stockport or Middlesbrough I'll give you a bonus point if you can give you the number as well of games. So Middlesbrough, Stockport, who's you play more for? Oh, that's a tough one, that is. Let me say Stockport. Middlesbrough. Was it Middlesbrough? Do you know, have a guess, Which? number-wise, how many games? Was it nine for Stockport and 13 for Middlesbrough? Nine for Stockport, so I'll give you a bonus point for that. Ten for Middlesbrough. Oh, is it 10, 10? 10. I knew it was it 10 for it was. only close. Said. There's only one game, though. Do not, so is I'll like give I you a bonus it. point for that. I
0: thought... No, I went for Stockport, because I know I was probably at Stockport longer, mm. but I came back from Middlesbrough early. I think the, my loan might have been up, or I might have been injured, which was a bit of a shakara. but yeah, but I remember being on the bench a little bit for Stockport, because I'd, I'd had a bit of a mare as well, mm. yeah, and then... Um, Ended up, broken my f- I broke my finger, so I had to come back. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wasn't the worst. It wasn't the worst <laughs> thing, mate. I, I, was, I was on the bench, and I hated it. It's stopped the way, anyway. So. Oh, no. I broke
1: my finger. i to go. Okay, so in the 2013-14 season, you were named in the PFA League One team of the season. Which two current Premier League players are also in that team? So who's pl- two players that are playing the Premier League now that are in that PFA League One team of the season? So, Dan who does this quiz is known for these hard questions. So I can uh, one's a striker. I one's a I defender. The,
0: I think I know who the striker is.
1: Go on. Um Andre Grey? Not Andre Grey. Oh. No. Oh, that's a killer. <laughs> yeah, that <was> a <laughs> Def, uh Defender. One's a defender, one's a striker. Uh, at WWFC Fancast on Twitter if you uh, if you're listening playing along, let's know how you get on against Carl one plays for what you call a traditional top six team one plays for a team down south on the coast I wouldn't have got this in a million years oh Oh, here we go um, strike of a Bournemouth Callum what's his name Wilson that's the one Callum Wilson is the one defender Harry Maguire yeah Harry Maguire oh, I didn't think that no I didn't even think he got in it <laughs> no. how did he get in there I'm sure it was Steers and Danny Bath no yeah. <laughs> right last question then what was number one in the UK charts when you made your league debut for Wolves <laughs> oh my god <laughs> league debut Bristol City 2000 and s- I'm going on you this. so you, he hasn't put your debut date on here okay Come on Dan Give us, give us all the stats <laughs> Number one Oh, I <laughs> This is
0: impossible I mean,
1: 2002 I came to Wars as a 16 year old I've just, I, fi- I figured out I can give you a clue I've figured out a clue I've surely got a clue So the artist I believe is married To a Real Madrid defender Oh Shakira Yeah oh, Okay so what Shakira song though?
0: Is it, is it? I don't know what the song's. Hips don't know I It about. is that one. Is it, it is, is that it? one, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've never got that. Uh, so ever. now you know what was number now, one. I know, yeah, was number one? <laughs> now I know what to put on my tape
1: when <laughs> yeah. I do my old boot tapes for my daughters when they've just had enough of me. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, it's been fantastic to speak to you. All the best with the book. Cheers, thank and you. I'll see you soon. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.